like we're drinking some vino. I know grappa. Don't you worry. We're gonna do that. We're gonna do that. Um, when I when I get back when I get back on. Dude, I'm not doing alcohol either. So. It's been months. That's probably a good spot to start. Um, G'day, mate. Hello, Josh. Hey, go on. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers to Waters. Cheers to our San uh, Pellegrino. Waters and nuts. That's what it's all about. Yeah. So I've got the um, the activated almonds and some cashews going on here. How uh, exactly do you activate almonds? I don't actually know what that means. Activated almonds. I'll show you how it's done. You ready? You go get, on. You get You're the bowl. Start, start. Do you know how to do that? You get the almonds, right? You chuck them in. Sacrilegious activation, right? Give it a little tap. No need, mate. Good no, that will start like Yeah. It's like the start of the there podcast. There you go, have one of them, they're, they're activated as. That's beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. That is absolutely tastes, beautiful. Tastes fuzzy. Mm, probably like chew, static. Chew chew in the microphone. Yeah, oh, oh, mm, mm. sorry, everyone's welcome, like, welcome to the grassroots podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm disgusted now by this guy's mouth sounds. <laughs> Very sorry about that. <laughs> uh, Josh, everybody, welcome. Hello, everybody. I'm Josh. This is Josh. I'm, I'm very embarrassed by my current actions, but let's let's forget that happened. Okay, so you were talking about um, not drinking alcohol for for how long now? It's been it's been months. I had one cheeky drink though for Valentine's because it's only fair. Um, but before that, so it's been since I think my last drink was New Year's Eve. So oh. I can officially say last year because it was January. Like really? So no, uh, so no, no fe- uh, December. At all. Yeah, it's been good. So, so doing that because you're you're on a bit of a training regime. Yeah. So I started I started it originally because of training, and I thought I'd see how I go after a month. But because of that, I was Beforehand, I've been working in clubs for like 10 years. Hmm. So drinking is quite a big part of that culture. Oh, and okay. I was like, you know what? I don't think I've had a sober week, like where I've had a whole week of being sober since for like a very long time, probably like six years. So I was like, just try it out, see how we go. Um, and I, after the first week, I like straight away felt better, like cognitive function. Everything was just like... back. I was like sharp as, so I was like sweet. And then after about two weeks, I didn't realize I was dropping heaps of weight with training. So, and my training was better. I was waking up at better times and I was just like, you know what? This is probably good. And it's been what? Almost three, three months. Almost, we're getting the third month, third month. and I'll be, I'll probably be going for a year, I reckon at least. Really? And yeah. did you do that before, before you started? How long you been, uh, um, because you're training boxing, right? Mm. So you're training to fight. Yeah. You're going to do a fight soon. Yeah. Right? Just to give some people context. I'm there. fighting somebody. He doesn't owe me money. It's actually a, a <laughs> set up, organized. It's not a street fight. It's not a street fight. It's not, yeah. Not like the club. See me. No, no, yeah. It's not the club fight. I'm calling somebody out right now. No, nah, it's. Um, yeah, yeah. No, nah, I'm, I'm doing a, my first amateur fight in boxing uh, in about a month. So. A month and a half. Month and a half. Okay. So, how, so, so did you stop drinking before the fight? You started training for the fights. You've been training for the for for boxing. I've been for training a while, man, training right? a lot, and I could have probably done it a bit earlier, but it wasn't a priority to fight. It was more of a um, mental uh, and physical change that I enjoyed. Um, I enjoyed the sport itself, and I enjoyed the. It's like I guess playing chess with your fists, right? You got to be smart and as well as be in the moment because. Mm. Boxing is very emotional, even though we don't want it to be. You get punched in the face, you don't feel nothing. So you got to know it's about. Uh, 
I guess, navigating your emotions and with your actions and reactions, which is a great thing for life in general, right? So, so true. So I did it for that very reason at the start. And, um, and then I got asked, I was like, do you just want to fight? I was like, yeah, all right, we'll just do it. It's a good next step at least. And it gives me something to train towards. Whereas if you're just training week to week, you're not going to, unless you're obsessed, you're not going to train those six days unless you've got something. It's like, you, hey, you need, it. you need six days because you're going to be doing this. And it's like, okay, cool. I can, val- I can validate why I'm going to be training that often because I work a lot as well. It's like, oh, maybe I'll take a week off because who cares, you know? Yeah, man. It's like, yeah, no, you can't do that because like, if I take a week off, I'm going to get knocked out in a couple of weeks. Yeah, you have to. I was talking about that today in a video on, on grassroots, actually. Um, have to have a goal. Have but to. Otherwise, it's like, yeah, it just sets, sets the motivation in place, right? Like, unless you're working towards something, it, you, there's no reason to get up. Like, you just... For sure. And I'm terrible. Like, I've, I've stopped... Just, well, so I do... I told you before, I'm doing a four-week cleanse, mm. right? Um, which is a full reset. No caffeine, no sugar, no alcohol. Um, I, I had a planned uh, blowout on the weekend for tool, the tool gigs, tools mm. in Melbourne. So I went and did that, and I had, a, I had a, some beers and some drinks and some wine, Um for that, but then outside of that, coming off the alcohol has been super hard to do. Mm. And even that, like, even though like the goal was just like a four week thing, and it's kind of a goal, but it's really just me being accountable for myself. Like, I've got my personal trainer who set it in place, so I'm pretty pretty active on it. I've stuck to it, but without having like a yeah, like a fight, like something that has like you can have a goal, right? But the goal nearly needs to have a consequence. Or, for or sure. like a, a, an outcome to that for sure. goal. It know? needs to be something that it's going to level you up in a way. Mm. So it's like, hey, this goal will get me here mentally, physically, emotionally, whatever you need. Mm. It can't be just like a goal that at the end of it, you're like, well, it was a waste of time. Yeah. Do you like, know? Yeah. You know, like, like the, kind of didn't need to do that. And then you feel less in, uh, obliged to want to make more goals because it's like it didn't really affect my life to do that. Man, they talk about that stuff all the time, right? With like the um, New Year's resolutions. Like I know I put a bunch of, every year, I put a bunch of New Year's resolutions in place, two weeks, they last. Then I'm, yeah. you know, I'm out smoking again or drinking again or, or whatever it is that I decided I was going to stop for that year because it's like a, it's a goal, but it's not a, yeah, I don't know what how you would call it, right? It's just, it's just like an idea. It's just a concept. But mm-hmm. when there's a goal with like a date, you know, or a race or a fight where there's, and I think also like accountability, having other people around you. you For know, sure. Like having trainers and stuff to go and, yo, like you're, you're fighting, bro. You've got, yeah. You know, you've got to do this. Well, even the guys that I train with at my gym who are all fighters or whatever, if I put up a story of me at Macca's, they're like, hey, that's not good enough. And it's like, I'm just, I, I was using the bathroom or something, you know, like I didn't actually, yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, um, not that I'd feel myself in a McDonald's bathroom. That's a bit weird. But yeah. what I'm saying is it's like, that's an example, you know, like they, <laughs> selfies. Yeah, just selfies in the mirror. The, mirror, yeah, the mirrors yeah. that never exist. I, side so note, no life, you notice that the, the mirrors in McDonald's, they have never, they never work. Yeah, have you seen you're gonna some notice of them that. that that are like they're not mirrors. They're just shiny it's just enough, like to... shiny steel. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's like why? Yeah. It's like yeah. doesn't make sense to me. It's a side note. I've never even thought about it to now. No, but McDonald's, it's time to upgrade your mirrors to actual mirrors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Get some mirrors in there. Yeah, Come yeah. On. We're gonna we're gonna do a, a swipe up to a petition um, after this, and uh, yeah, we're gonna put McDonald's in their place. <laughs> it's not, bro, it's not an Instagram story. We can't. I've been swipe up on. You, you, swipe up on this. You might be able to. We're gonna cut this. We're gonna cut it into a frame. Yeah, done. Swipe up. Done. Perfect. That's the only way that this is going to work. I'm sorry. So do you know who you're fighting? No idea. No idea yet. So you yeah. have the fights not in place yet. Nah. It's a... It's a, um, it's a loose date. But it's, still, it's still amateur. So they're sure, going to get sure. to the date and be like, who's at the same weight? 
as this guy because okay. I can't go in there and fight a dude who's going to be 100 kilos. Sure, sure, sure. So, what, what, do you, what do you weigh, bro? Sitting at 79, which is good. I was sitting at 85 at New Year's. Oof. So it's a couple. And I was sitting at 90 when I first started. But I was hit smashing the gym before that a bit. So you were, yeah. there was a bit of staunchness and it had to go because those muscles don't work in the ring. <laughs> you can't, unless I'm going to lift the guy up and throw him outside the <laughs> ring. There's there's no point. I found that super interesting, right? Where I've, I've uh, um, engaged a functional optimization coach, mm. um, which was Rez, who was on the podcast. Uh, I, I think the last podcast, actually. It's been a while. But... What, what was super interesting about that was when I, I went in there after doing a couple of years of um, cardio, like marathons, running, just run. I used to run flat out. It's just what I do. Mm. And then I went into like weight training, right? So, so trying to do deadlifts and, you know, just bicep curls and all, all just free weight kind of stuff and, and some body movement. Then when I went and saw him, he completely flipped it on its head. Mm. And I've just been doing like functional body movement training now For sure like resetting like so what was uh what was the program when you went out of the out of the you know gym sessions and into the boxing what regime what what are they kind of get I, you doing i stopped cold turkey completely and i he got me straight on to doing pad work and he just made sure my movement was perfect so at the start obviously my my core your core all your boxing is from your core you know it's all it's all twisting movements moving around so my core was whatever but it wasn't it was from sit-ups and stuff. So everything's stiff. It doesn't want to move. So it was literally just training me to a point where my body actually decided it wanted to move more often. So flexibility, um, speed, slow switch to fast switch, um, muscle memory, everything. It was a, it was an interesting, especially coming from a, I did weight lifting on and off, not like competitively, but I enjoyed hitting the gym. Sure, sure, sure. Oh, yeah. Since I was probably 16. So mm. it was a completely different muscle set than I was used to using. And were um, you training with like weights and stuff or was it all just nah, body movement? It was all body movement and a lot of cardio, a lot of cardio. Probably to cut down and get you lean. And just being able to, because even running, so doing a, I can run 6Ks, 10Ks on a treadmill or outside, I can do it at my own pace, whatever, but sure. going into a ring and it's, a, I think it's your anaerobic system. So yeah, yeah. Working nothing but anaerobic, especially we don't realize that using our arms a lot gasses you out so it's like yeah i can run for three minutes on the spot but then now i have to do this Mm. and i have to block and it's just like the mental fatigue as well because your decision making is going on like you're firing on all cylinders well the first thing to go when your mental fatigue is your your feet get flat and your hands drop which is the two things that you can't do at all in any contact sport so um that's a big thing as well it's like training how to be able to be functioning while you're you basically can't breathe (laughs) yeah that's exactly yeah that's yeah that's exactly it actually it's isn't it it's like it's, it is really like that adversity training, like training yourself to, to perform under stress. Fight or flight, but like while you're getting bashed in the face. Best way, best way to train. Yeah. Like, yep. okay. Just just hit me till I bleed and or I fall asleep <laughs> and I'll do better next week, I promise. Yeah. I'll come back and keep going. And it's like that, man, when I was training a little bit, I was doing some MMA and, uh, and yeah, you can switch. I was going to say, yeah, I don't know. It's probably the worst decision, like activated almonds um, and a podcast. All I'm going to say is... The bubbles in the water. I definitely had a couple of little burps that I had to get out. And I'm like, man, I'm gonna be burping this whole podcast. Yeah, but that's like, it's cool, man. People I'll just be doing just... this. If you see me do this, you know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm doing it as well. <laughs> but look, man, look, if people don't want to watch it, they don't. They can just turn it off. Like, is that guy burping? Yeah. Like, burping and chewing. Like burping, chewing. Yeah, yeah. That's all I can eat. That's just that. Just... So that's that's for your fitness. That's good. Yeah. How are you feeling? Light. 
Yeah, white and lean. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, white and lean. It's been hard, man. Coming off so mine's like, yeah, no sugar, no no coffee, um, no carbs before dinner, high fat, high protein. Um That's almost a paleo. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. That's nuts. Nuts. That's um, not nuts. It's no, just these nuts. Pale, yeah, a these lot of other ones have beans. Yeah, no legumes beans in there. It's gone, right? Um, no, like I can have brown rice at night. Um, yeah, really hard. Coming off the sugar. So mm. I was a freak, man. Sugar was my first love. Like I, I love like sweets. Massive sweet tooth. Like I'm a stimulant junkie. I, yeah. love, I love that stuff. I yeah. always have. Um, so that, yeah, that was real hard. Coming off sugars and stuff has been hard. And also just like learning how to, um, I've been doing a lot of meal prep now and learning how to make nice meals with basic food, you know? like Can you use, of, use herbs and, and spices? You can, yeah. You can. Yeah, so you, can. you would yeah, just be like, just peppering it with everything. Yeah, pepper, yeah. But. like, well, I think so. I don't know if my coach is listening or if he does listen. And I'll say He's like, nothing, no yeah. salt. Like turmeric and like paprika. I've just got, been hitting those pretty hard. Um, and it's like sea salt, man, Himalayan sea salt. It's on everything and pepper, and you pretty, you kind of get away with it. You could just go to the the spices section in um, Coles and just grab the old what's it called, like the steak seasoning, the mixed spice, the one that every the dad has in his cupboard. Yeah. You know, it's, it's barbecue just like, spice, barbecue spice. That'll do. That's the stuff. Every dad has it. I don't know. Yeah, like I guess like a like I freaked out. I was saying to a story the other day that I freaked out because I um nearly got in a fight with a, at the supermarket. This this guy got caught. What? Yeah, because a guy got caught stealing stuff, oh, right? Okay. And he um and the loss prevention guys ran out after him and I'd just just been in the supermarket looking for, for food and like and I picked up like almonds and stuff and like it all had sugar in it and and because I hasn't hadn't been eating properly I thought that meant I couldn't have them but it's like there's natural sugars in it so it's like I'm just not meant to have like processed sugars and like fruit it's like high sugar f- stuff um, I love fruit. I love fruit. I'm, like, I'm, yeah, it hurts at the moment. But anyway long story short this dude accidentally bumped into me and he's apologizing to me really profusely and I'm like, what's up, man? Like, I was real like, God, like, really, like, real angry at him. Like, I was going to go to work on him. I obviously probably wouldn't have done much. I had to call you in or something. I don't know. I'm not going to do much yeah, just anything, I'm in a good mood. I was, I was, I'm like, hey, just let him go, man. Yeah, just yeah, chill. it's all good, right? But, yeah, so I was real, um, real edgy. And, like, I had to, I've had to call my, my coach a couple of times um, and just go, like, bro, what, what do I do here? And he's just like, eat more. Just, just keep eating. So I'm eating yeah. like four meals a day, yeah, five meals a day sometimes. It's yeah. just like readjusting your body. Yeah, that's pr- exactly what it is. It's called Fresh Start. It's Reset. Um, it's part of part of the, the training I'm doing with um, with Fifth Element um, in, in Fort Fitzroy or North Fitzroy. Um, they're, yeah, they're like a, a human optimization and wellness gym. They're, they're kind of next level. It's, yeah, it's really, really cool. So Good movie too, that one. Fifth Element, yeah. great film. When you said it, I was great like, great film. Dude, those guys went from making movies to... Yeah, straight into to human optimization. Yeah, well, it makes um, sense because she was pretty optimal, right? She was like... Yeah, who was that? Um, um, Miller. Multipass. Multipass. <laughs> yeah, multipass. Multipass. I would think I watched that film maybe, I don't know, 30 times maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I was pretty in love be. with her, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, As yeah. A young kid. I yes. was like, I'm going to marry you one day. No, obviously being like... a Eight-year-old. That was, yeah. Was a, bit, a bit strange. That but. opera scene was pretty cool. Yeah. Like techno opera where they sing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was a very good movie. Yeah, good How good did we movie. jump from your fitness to fifth oh, element? My bad. Fifth That's element. Right. Yeah, I was like, element, I just uh, did that. Fifth element reference. Sorry uh, I for distracting you from your story. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. I was kind of wrapping the story anyway. That's all right. But anyway, yeah, that's that a good gym. lead-in. But we were, we're, talking about, um, we're talking about diets, right? So you want to diet with your training? Heaps, man. So I'm... Um, Have they got you on a program, though? No, nah, I just kind of 
did it myself. Um, just did a bit of research. I'm eating a lot of oats. So my main meal in the day is oats and fruit. So I'll have a banana that I'll chop up, um, mango, whatever I need. So I'm loving the fruits at the moment. Sorry, dude. Um, but smashing oats, bro. And that fills me up for the whole day. So I'm not snacking or anything because I'm like, it expands in your stomach and sits there. And it's enough fuel for me to go when I go into the gym that I'm going to be able to smash it. And then I'll have a bit of chicken and rice and avocado for dinner. Um, I'll And I'll treat myself every now and then. Like I had a bit of food during the week that was like cheese and stuff that I wouldn't normally eat, but I just make sure that I work it off because I'm not trying to drop quickly. I was trying to drop quickly for a little bit, but I was like, you know what? I still need to kind of fuel myself. I need to, you know, not make mm. sure that I'm not walking to the ring deprived and then I'm just getting smashed in the face. You know what I yeah, mean? So yeah, yeah. a lot of it's about focus. So if you're not focusing because of your food, then, you know, you're not going to have a good time. Mm. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. yeah. You want to take that work call? Hang on. Yeah. Mum. No, voice. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> I'll turn make sure I've got this off. Yeah, do one of those those cheeky ones. Just to check, I was checking that my, my volume's off so we don't get Let's turn things. this off. Let's, uh, oh, you know what? No. This is as loud as it gets. It's, yeah. It's, is that what yours said? True. Or is that it's my phone? Yeah. Relax, why are you talking so loud? It was quite, quite Siri, be quite quiet. Loud. I'm going to chuck this. Yeah, anywhere, man. Just give me your phone. I don't care. Lord it. Do whatever you want. Just leave it there. It doesn't matter. Stay still. There's no rules. There's heaps. There's actually heaps of rules. And you know what my favorite rule is? Go. You got a favorite Fuck. Rule. <laughs> it's no rule. Shit. <laughs> I could swear as much as I want. It's why you're the podcast. fucking mad. You can do whatever you like, man. I'm there's into no that rules. shit. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's great. No, this is, look. There's no, like, um, yeah, like, it's been interesting, uh, the grassroots journey. Like, you know, I run, run, um, another business yeah <laughs> we need an off switch so you can switch it off <laughs> then you can chew and then switch it back on again but it's like it's um it's like this evolving concept right so when i first started it was all about um wanting to kind of like wanting to legalize psychedelics and and stuff and really kind of like substance based because it's all like it was already formed around you know self-awareness like mm-hmm. um helping my help myself or others or just the world become more self-aware and obviously through there's those bubbles through self-awareness right we we connect and communicate more and you know there's a better experience to the world and all those kind of things and and i guess like all things you know like um most people when they go on kind of these journeys to create something is because of a part of themselves that they're trying to to reconcile with you know and at the time i'm like i didn't know what i wanted or where i was going um, as in, in one of the, the struggles of Halo, you know, the, the ups and downs of the startup kind of oh, world. Man. Every business in the world is just like on anxiety attacks for years. It's full on, man. Like it yeah. really is. And then, so yes, yeah, so anyway, comes to the point was like, yeah, the, I just started writing, you know, and, and, and I kind of wrote with no expectation and it's kind of just, then it kind of morphed into these podcasts and then it morphed into you know, me just doing videos of when I go on forward adventures and I'm doing the on it six week challenge at the moment. So I'm just doing a video every day for that just because it's like an accountability practice. And so now it's kind of morphed into this human optimization kind of stuff, <laughs> but it's really just conversations around stuff I'm for sure I'm interested in, you know? Yeah. And people are also because it's an interesting, anything's really interesting to anybody. So you find people like-minded, then you'll yeah, people love it. You know, yeah, so and the more you are kind of putting stuff out, and you'd know about this with your content, right? Like the more you you put stuff out, like because I've been doing these videos every day, now like people are reaching out, like these kind of like uh, I've had a couple of really cool people reach out that are they're going to come on the podcast in the next few weeks, just 
you know, people that are like, you know, purpose coaches help people find their purpose and people that are just into, you know, self, self-realization mm. and, and all these kind of principles and concepts. And yeah, they're keen to chat and talk and share. And so that consistency, you know. Purpose, purpose coaches is a cool thing because I'd actually never heard of it until just then when you said that. That's a thing. I think I've just coined that term. Okay. But... But, I was like, wow, that's actually, that'd be really cool because wow. I feel like everyone's looking for exactly that. It's like, you know, like, yeah. and I don't feel like anyone has a place to go. I wonder, like, what's my purpose in life? Like, I think that's the biggest thing that racks people's brains 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You're sitting mm. in your nine to five job. Is this my purpose in life? Even when you're doing yep. what you should, what you're, you've, you could be working so hard to get yourself to a point and then, you know, to where you want to be and you get to where you want to be and you're like, was well, that my purpose? It's like yeah. a, it's like a, it's like a. I think it's at the backbone of every question that we've we've had for a long time. Right? It's like meaning, right? Like what what, so has, what has meaning? Like, it, and I think there's a movement, bro. Like, I think there's there's uh, when you look at the the Jay Shetties of the world, the Joe Rogans, the the Jordan Petersons, the Aubrey Marcuses, that these kind of guys that are, that are, that are probably at the forefront of that um, uh, human development. Oh, there's, and there's so many more like that's just the people that I'm kind of into at the moment but you know that's all about finding your purpose and finding meaning in, in your life and and doing things that are, uh, um, are greater than just you know yourself like you know how, how you can how, how can you serve how can you give back into the world and mm. all these kind of things and so that within that you know and I guess like grassroots in some respects I was inspired to start having these conversations with people that are doing cool stuff that, that have kind of aligned themselves to somewhat of a purpose that's from, you know, you, 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 man, like as an example, and the reason that, you know, you're like, a, if, if I find someone that does cool stuff, I'll let you know. <laughs> I know, I mean, I know, I see, I see your crew, you, all your people, all your people do cool stuff, but I just mean like, like you're, just, you're surrounded by cool people constantly, but I just mean like, you know, you're a you're a, a a serial hustler. Like you've been hustling now on your own world since I met you in 2012, 11. 11. 11. That's nine years, bro. We've we've made the cut. After eight years, it's pretty much lifetime stuck with me now. Yeah, oh, yeah, we're in. Yeah, this. Yeah, yeah it's not in yeah. deep now, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. There's gonna, some time there. Yeah, we've done all right. You but still you know, look good. Yeah, it's the diet. It's the, the diet. Yeah. How is it that you look younger since then? And I definitely have aged. We've well, kind of we've kind of met in the middle and then going, oh, we're about the same now. Yeah, maybe we talk about that at another podcast another time. Yeah, but, you know, back um, then, like for me, yeah, look, it was two thousand fifteen is when I when I when I flipped and transitioned mm-hmm. properly. So back then, eleven, twelve, man, I was I wasn't looking after myself at all. Definitely a party animal. I was a monster. Yeah, monster. You know, yeah. um, but like you, I was but in, you hustled too. I was in the nightclubs, you know, I was in the bars, I was in hospitality and I did, you know, I've done a bunch of corporate and sales jobs and all that stuff over the years, but yeah, that's, that's what I did back then. Yeah. You know, and then I, I switched out into, um, went through a few experiences and just went, you know, got to that 28, you know, with the Saturn, Saturn retrograde or whatever it is. And then, and then went, okay, I need to need it's either this or this and just decided to start putting stuff in place essentially i started having dreams that i was going to die and you know you don't want that don't want that there's you know, our nice dreams needed to change but makes you want to stay awake a bit longer but just it does put things yeah. into perspective but look what i'm saying is like yeah man like you've done even since then you've like going back to that purpose conversation right like 
you just went, um, I'm in, I'm just going to do, you know, you're a photographer by trade. I guess it's probably the easiest way you do it, but you hustle out a bunch of stuff like you're running, um, running events now. Uh, let's, let's vibe. Yeah. So it's like a, it's like a big party that we run now, which is good. And it's a real relaxed vibe. So it's yep. less pretentious and I guess it's just more of an open space for crew to come and have fun. Yeah, so, it's cool. Especially hey. the younger gen, because yeah. I guess in the clubbing world as well, it's very easy to... Uh, it, going out clubbing is a normal thing for young people. <laughs> so, And I understand that. So I think that bringing a positive energy to that where it's like, there's no, no bullshit allowed mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like people are coming in there and running amok they're not coming back sort of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, it's true. just a, a nice place that you can come, feel comfortable, be happy. Um, I know a lot of creatives, so they, they like coming through and they just feel like it's a space that they can yeah. um, be around like-minded people. So That's what I mean, man. Like, so you're, you know, you're doing that, right? Then you've got your photography. Like, Which is uh, going all right. It's going all right. I was going to list out like all of the different people that you've shot over the years from Kobe to Cube to... The list goes on. I've got Shaq in a couple months. I'm going on tour with him. And that's you doing tours. So yes. Tall. Tell me about the tour stuff you're doing. What's what's all that about? So I'm working with a group called the Owl Group at the moment, and they are they're doing a lot of uh, sports stars. The and Owl Group. The Owl Group. The Owl Group. Yep. Yeah, they're doing really well. Yep. So um, and they're they're doing a lot of sports stars and speakers and things like that, um, which is great. So we're doing Shaquille O'Neal. Um, we had um, Kobe last year that we toured around, which was which was um, which was really good. Um, I think I actually, the day I found out I got that, you were here about to record with Mike. Yes. Remember? I, yes. To, I ran out of the, I yes. was like, oh, i gotta, I got to run because That's I got right. this interview and I ended up getting it. Um, what else? The, they did a Khabib, the UFC. Crazy. Yeah, we've yeah. done a few. Um, Jason Tatum, a whole bunch of, whole bunch of uh, Anderson Silva, all these dudes. So, um, And then I've got Think Inc, who I do a lot of stuff with for um, like, speakers intellectual speakers scientists like we did mm. neil degrasse tyson mm-hmm. steve wozniak did michio kaku michio didn't you kaku a oh, couple times. that one yeah that was um, cool didn't um, he do um uh, jason silver yeah jason yeah that's it jason silver jason silver yeah he i was, was cool. at that one that was cool he's a nice dude yeah very light on his feet when it comes to his his personality is very light you can talk to him and he feels very um like you just want to give him a hug i know it sounds all kind weird, of accessible so. Like, like he just open. like if I went up to him and said hey I'm having a bad day he'd just give me a cuddle mm, he's one of those mm, and not mm. that I'd want to give a stranger a cuddle but he kind of seemed like it would, I'd it would, give Jason Silver a cuddle he's very, he's very tall cuddled. he would be he'd be it'd be like a father and son moment so um, <laughs> just down yeah yeah he's like he's like yeah um, <laughs> but yeah a lot of a lot of people like that so which is interesting and I, the my reason for I, I really pushed to start working with people like that because the way I saw it was um, when I first started my career, I was very deliberate with who I wanted to work with and who I wanted to shoot for. And the way I saw it was anyone that is in that level, um, number one in the world in whatever field of science, whatever, yep. there's something to learn from them. So you're going to learn anything from anyone that you meet. So mm-hmm. meeting you, you're, you'll be amazing at things. I'll learn from that. So it's like my mindset was um, just having some sort of interaction with this person and shooting for them and, and being around them just to yeah, kind man. of see it's like you know what you're going to learn you know from the pe- the people that are at the top of their field whether it be music or science or sports yeah. they've got something 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 to give you and if you're open you don't have to necessarily go up and ask them questions but if you're open and listening to them you're like that's why they are where that's why they're there where they are you know what i mean 100 percent, man and i reckon what be what must be so cool about that experience is that you're not just going to the talk and listen to the talk. Like, you know, I smash a bunch of content online. I'm constantly learning. 
constantly. Mm. Like I've got a task, my task was learn something new today, go and find it and learn it. But like to be able to see those creatures in their natural habitat, meaning that you get to see them behind the scenes and and their processes. I, I'm sure like I know when you did um, Neil deGrasse Tyson, right, you, that was like you were with him from start, you're like with them from start to finish, yeah. right, through the day. And you, so you would see their process before they go on stage. Loves and, Game of Thrones, that dude. True, huh? Yeah, like we had a, a mad chat about it at the back. And you're then, a bit of a, you like a bit of Game of Thrones. I was pretty into it, so I was oh, like, I seen it. who's your, oh, really? No, mm. is it HBO? Yeah, so what no, you'll do no, is no, have, no, watch no. it all until about the seventh season, or the fifth season. What is it, nine? And, uh, nine seasons? Something like that, and then just turn it off. Okay. And you're good. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Those two seasons, terrible. Just turn it off. Okay. Nah, look, it's all right. It's look, you know what it's like? It's like, you know, when you get to the end of the exam, you're like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to rush the last of it. That's literally how I felt. Okay. It's okay. like, hey, guys, yeah, you got the point across, but there's probably a few more episodes that could have been added at the end to, to kind of round it all okay. off a bit. Nine's hard, man. Nine's hard to knock out. Like, it's a lot. Yeah, a lot and I think time. they were filming Star Wars at the same time. So it was kind of like, they were, yeah, it's kind of like they were probably biting off a bit more than they could chew. Yeah, they're kind of ready to wrap it up. But yeah, makes sense. but yeah, so he was really into that, and you know, we we, we spoke about because I take I have a telescope for my camera, so I was taking photos of the moon craters and stuff from my balcony, and I was showing him, and he was like, "Oh, I know this one, I know that one." And I'm like, I had didn't even know they had names. So, so it's crazy. like big crater. I didn't know that names. It makes sense. That names. Yeah, it makes sense. But naming stars, I guess you just named the crater. I wonder if you could name a crater after your partner, because I'm sure you, you can buy a star name for like a year or something, right? So, I'm sure you can do that for a year. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. There's enough of them. There's, there's there's a few out there. There's a couple. I reckon there's definitely a few stars there's more out than there. A handful. I reckon I there's at least more than ten. Yeah. So definitely think, more, you know, than more than couldn't 10. count them on my I'm hand. Not a, I'm not a science guy, but I'm pretty sure I've seen more than yeah. ten out yeah. there. So what? what <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is not a science podcast. That's <laughs> not what this is. So like those. Two, so did, was there anything from like being around? That level of person, like, you know, they are really um, um, giants of industry, if you want to call them that, or, you know, they are guys that are really at the forefront of um, human existence in, in some respects, you know, they're mm. really, they're really pushing things. Do you, have you picked up anything from those kind of guys and watching their process, watching how they prepare before they go on stage, anything kind of cool? I, I think the most I get out of each one is the, how they treat other people I really enjoy watching how they treat people who they've got no reason to play it up for. So they yes. just like the person doing their mic, how they speak and engage with them, or yeah. who you know when they when they they come out on the off the stage, like how they treat. I think that for me was the biggest thing. I would watch how they treat people, and, and mm. that gets to me a lot. I'm like, if they're a mate, like Neil deGrasse Tyson is absolutely amazing in person. Like he's got time for you, you know. Yeah. I wouldn't say grab your whole family and go to his front door, but I'd say like <laughs> for dinner. Yeah. Yeah. But I'd say like um, he he's exactly the same person on and off camera, you know. Sure, and yeah. there's people that aren't, and I can't drop names, but there's don't, people where I'm like, oh, you know what? That's disappointing. And I learned that, you know. But they they're still amazing at what they do, mm. you know. Um, but there are a lot of them that comes down to their work ethic and how they got there, and you you kind of talk to them um, about, you know, just say one of the musicians that you know just say there's a rapper that i was i was chatting to and he's like you know um he was in the studio like seven days a week and he was broke the whole time and mm. sleeping on people's couches but 
he hustled the whole time and he would, you know, go and drop off his mixtape and he, he did everything he needed to do network to get where he needs to get to. And I'm like, you don't realize that your, your work, your work days aren't eight hours a day and then do whatever you want afterwards. You know, people live and breathe it and they still don't make it. So even those people, there's people that live and breathe it and will do 16 hours a day of nonstop work more and they still won't make it. But I can guarantee that at the end of that stint of their life, they're going to have so much um, groundwork that whatever they put their energy into next, they're going to smash it. And you never know. That's the thing. It's, you know, like I put a lot of energy into when I was younger into acting and modeling. Hmm. And I'm doing neither of those things. Yeah, but the yeah. energy that I took from that, I put into something else. And yeah. then I did well at it. So yeah. you never know. You could be just learning the, the groundwork of what you, you should be doing. Yeah, man. Like for sure, right? Like I, I can't tell you how many times I've failed at businesses, studios, venues, startup businesses. Like just so many. And it's each- important to fail. Can you imagine not failing and then getting yourself to a really good point and then failing and not not knowing what the fuck to do? Yeah, it's a man. Way like, bigger drop. Yeah, or people like in the same same breath that have just been kind of given everything in their lives and never had to fail at anything just yeah. because they've been propped up, you know. And there's less it's less sustainable because you don't know how to. It's not to the every business, no matter what, is going to get to a make or break point. Mm. And the ones that will get it through to that make point are the ones that have done the hard work. <laughs> Damn. I know. I've done mix. the hard work yeah. beforehand, you know? I, I try and kind of put challenges in place on the podcast. So I kind Notice. of just want to mess with people. Because so I've, I've got, I've been wanting to put coins in there. <laughs> Do you want to put coins in there? It's a money box. That's what you've done, right? Yeah. You know me. There's a mate, old mate of mine who's this crazy, um, you wouldn't call him a shaman, maybe a dark wizard or something. <laughs> um, yeah. And he, he, yeah, I got that out of his house uh, one Does time. Does he know? Um, it's a long story. He knows. It's he a knows. bit of a worry if he doesn't know. Uh, well, he's a dark we, wizard, bro. Let's just, put it that, let's just put it this way. We had to get everything out of his house for him. Okay. So that's that's how that works. I'm just saying, dude, I've seen Harry Potter. Don't mess with it. Right? Yeah. Dark wizards and stealing from them, it's not a good, not a good thing. Not a good thing. I wasn't sure whether I throw it out or keep it because I didn't know whether it had like good energy or bad energy. I didn't know. But what I realized is that I apply the meaning behind things. So right. I'll associate the energy to it. But well, I like the colors in it. Yeah, it's nice. I like the greens and the golds. Mm. Feels like it's been painted like by by someone, but I don't know. Yeah. Obviously, obviously, someone's painted it. Well, not, it wasn't not so, no one. Someone had to paint it. Yeah, at it some didn't point. come out of somebody's head like that. <laughs> no, no, it's not a real skull. Um, just for anyone playing at home, it's um, not. It's no. no, no, no. It's not a. It's a, it's a money box. It's, it's a money not box. a real skull. But no, look, I mean, going back to your what you're talking about, right? Like it's so true. It's yeah, like we we joke about it with with Halo all the time now. Like how often? <laughs> just turn that away. Just. Can you hear it when I crumble? I don't know. Like, not really. A little it. bit. and Enough. Like, yeah, people can hear it, but we're eating. That's what, that's, I don't know what it is. What it is. These almonds are lovely. It's just about keeping up some energy while we're talking. That's, that's it. What it's about. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm going to get hangry and then yeah. it's not. And it's definitely dinner good. o'clock for, for both of us. So yeah, yeah. It's my, it's my seventh dinner now. I've got to eat my, my seventh <laughs> meal for the day. And no, it's, not, it's not that bad. <laughs> it's five or something in my fifth meal for the day. That's, that's, still, that's still four more than I've it's had It's pretty today. epic, yeah. But it's it's essentially, instead of, instead of having a coffee, it's like a meal. Like so, it's just like I'm just right. replacing every urge with a meal. Is essentially right. what's going on. But um, yeah, it's important, man. It's intense to get used to. But well, go, going back to that thing like that, yeah. So it's like the failing thing's really interesting because, like, with Halo um, building that business over the last five or six years, and we're just getting to the stage now where we're starting to really scale the business up, and it's starting to, you know, it's starting to bear fruit, so to speak. But there's so many dark days, man. There's so many times where it was literally over, like mm. just and wanting to. And then just having to push through that adversity and it kind of goes back to what we were talking about at the start. Like 
yeah, finding like training, right? Finding those challenges or those goals that you can work towards. For sure. You know, that, that get you to overcome that stuff. But like, so with you, man, when you first started, like you obviously, I remember when you were kind of first getting into the into photography and all those kind of things, you know, it's it's obviously been, must have been a massive journey for you around. Real hard. Hustling that stuff out and trying to build it up. How, I, how's that I, story felt I, I, I made the decision to just dive head first and didn't think through the start. That's the way. So I was doing, I was a like a plastic injection welder, whatever. They I was making big water tanks and we were, I was overseeing this um, project that was building the sound walls for the freeway. Huge. So I pretty much built the freeway sound walls for like 5Ks down the peninsula. Okay. Yeah. I was like the head of that. Every single piece that went up, I did that. You know? That was you. I was wondering big, who that was. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's my name's all over it, right? Mm, yeah. Mm, who who carved the name Josh into everything? I just feel it. I can just feel yeah. it's your work. Yeah. yeah. I, I wrote like, um, go away, um, wrong direction. Like oh, all that would, stuff. You know, I like that one. Yeah. 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 Um, no. So I was doing that and then I was, I took up photography as a bit of a hobby and, um, same thing, looking for purpose. I I wouldn't say that photography was my purpose, but it felt more aligned with, um, I guess where I felt I wanted to be and how I wanted to do my days. I just didn't know how I was going to do it. And then I was shooting a little bit and I kind of picked up a club gig shooting clubs that would pay just enough, like 150 bucks a week. And I was like, yep, sweet, that's cool. And then I met you and then went to the studio and I randomly did like some photos at the studio. Mm. And I was like, yep, we can do this. And it was like 75 bucks a week for the studio, I think it was, or like um, something like that. Yep. And it was my partner at the time was like, do you just want to move in so you're close to the city? And then my boss literally in the same week said, do you even want to be here anymore? Because I was really sick. Mm. And I was like, you know what? It was like this weird pinnacle point where it was like everything was just sitting there. And I was like, yeah, I was making mad money there. And I was like, yeah, no, I don't really want to be here. And I quit. quit and they thought I was kidding. And they're like, okay. And I was like, no, I'm actually quitting. And I moved in with my partner at the time. And I was making 150 a week. 75 was going to rent. 75 was going to the the studio. Yeah. And I had um, Taking your money dust. You. Yeah. And I had like probably a couple hundred bucks in savings because I was just spending money. So I didn't That's even crazy. have a backup plan. It was not smart move generally for many people but i actually felt internally i'm like if i don't make this decision now i'm not making it next week bro risks but i think people that are hustlers right for lack of a better term entrepreneurs people that can't can't you know just do the day-to-day like high risk Mm. high risk high return like ready to i'll throw it all to the wind yeah like whenever yeah like i'm cool like i'll figure it out i'll work out the next move if it Mm. doesn't work so i'm always ready to take that that kind of leap, you That's know, it. take that thing. But there's something that you're saying there, man, that I find super interesting. Um, Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about it. Um, uh, uh, Deepak Chakora, is that his name? Anyway, I don't pronounce <laughs> it correctly. Anyway, they've been talking about it and they've been talking about this concept of like coincidence and synchronicity. Yeah. So, so it's kind of like the idea is to say like when the, the when the world or the universe, when you're on your right path, when you're going down the road that you're meant to be going down, you'll start to see coincidence happen. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, meet me, studio, quit job, girlfriend, coincidence. Like, yeah. three happenings. They all happen in one week. Mind, right? All at one week. And you kind of go, you kind of, it's like, le- leads you down that road. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've had a bunch of that happen 
um, funnily enough, with, with a relationship that I've been going through uh, and my last relationship and stuff, um, the coincidences around that and they continuing to happen even though we've transitioned out of the relationship have led me down this path of... It's like a path of uh, um, self-analysis around these lessons that I needed to learn. Yeah. And it, it keeps pulling me back in to these directions that are all around essentially the concept of self-love and yeah. around how I can love myself more and have self-worth and all. But anyway, that's my little kind of journey. But the interesting part is that it's these like, coincidences happen. Align. Yeah, they align. And then the coincidences, funnily enough, you know, what happened all the way through the relationship except for when we were transitioning out of the relationship, yeah. it kind of stopped. Which, and then in, until the end, and they started to come back again after it finished, kind of going, it was meant to finish, and now you're on to this new path. So for it's sure. interesting how they're like kind of signs that kind it's, of come. It's a, I'm a big believer in following your your intuition or your gut on something. Yeah. Even if it feels like, oh, maybe not. Like, I, I, there's so many things, especially like, I could, I there was like, for an example, there was a recent job that I was doing that I knew it was time for me to leave a year and a half ago, maybe more. And I've yeah. been telling people, you know, I feel like it's time to go, but nothing, I knew mentally that I was ready to go, but something in my gut was saying, there's going to be a certain, there's, there's going to be a point where it's like, this is the point that it happens. Sure. I'm a big believer in that. Do you, are you, uh, um, and I'll extend on because I talk the concept I'm talking about is like that, but like. Are you a, do you reckon you're like more of an intuition kind of person or are you more an analytical type of person? Uh, I think both are super important. Both are definitely important. Yeah. Do you, do you I lean one way over the other? I weigh both as well. Cause there's also, I weigh, I weigh the, the outcomes of all. I think yeah. that you need to have a good balance of both or else you exist too much in one and not enough in the other. Oh, I mean, I, yeah, I feel that. I, so, I used to be especially super. when you're running businesses, you can't just out of nowhere go, oh, like, I think it's different when you kind of find something to, to sink your teeth into and yeah. love. That's a business, right? You hate it, but you love it. Like, you, yeah, that you're yeah. Else, you wouldn't do it. Of course. You know, you just go be a lawyer and make money and go nine to five and come home and relax. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. You gotta, yeah. You got to really love what you do to go, yeah. okay, this is what I'm doing, you know? Yeah, you so you got to also, with that, know that, there's a time to water a plant. There's also a time to give it sun. There's also a time to think about, you know, what you need to do mm. inside of a business analytically. There's also a time to go, you know what? I have a gut feeling about this. I'm just going to go with it and not think about the next step. And yeah, it's, man. that's the, ga I guess that comes with a gamble as well. Like everything's a gamble. It's like you, you do need to listen to both. And, and if they conflict, that's when you're in a shit spot. But I don't think that happens as often as we, yeah, we see, yeah, know? I don't know. Yeah. That's One it. will out always outweigh the other. I think a hundred percent. And I think, it's about, I think the intuition stuff's hard. Like I was very much inspired by, I was very much in the, in the darkness, in the feminine, in that chaos intuition, you know, it's archetypical phrases, yep. you know, um, that kind of energy for a long time, you know, for a lot of my younger years, very much internalized and these kind of things. And it wasn't until... 215 and I made the transition where I really started to embody you know that that masculine archetype of like you know um, uh, rationale and logic and process being process driven and you know and yeah you're right it's like you've got to work on both and and I'm finding I was talking about again in a video the other day about like I've been talking about a bunch lately about just the cycles that we go through and like training right like you have to recover mm. and then you do your recovery which is called the introspection, 
right? You've yeah. got to fill the well up again, heal the self, and then then get back out there, and then you can go and, and fight fight the wars, right? Then you can go back out there and do the fight or whatever it might be. But it's the same within. I find it massively within startups and with being an entrepreneur, for lack of a better term. Um, Everyone that's an actual entrepreneur hates the word. So. It, well, it is what it is now. Entrepreneurs is the thing, but you know that's you know I've been selling selling stuff to people since I can remember. You know, trying to hustle things out. But mm. um, I even know with like the the, the startups, um, and I think even nearly more so in business because it is so analytically driven and there's so much strategy and you're thinking so much and to know when to stop and take time out to be with friends or to, to, to go and oh, for to sure. a dance festival and get crazy or whatever it is that you get into to, to separate the mind, you know, you've got to balance those kind of two. Oh, for sure. Worlds, you know? And I feel like some people that who have maybe done one for too long will really lean on the other one a lot more for me. Exactly. As I said, like I, was in clubs for a long time yeah. you know so for me doing that for such a long time um my i'm feel i'm having a better time at home with my partner watching a movie than i could going out and drinking any time of the you know and that's just because that was something that we lacked because i was working every weekend you know yeah. what i mean so yeah. and um so it's 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 literally just knowing what what is draining your energy and even good things drain your energy that's like the gym drains your energy right so what's draining energy and what you need to to do to refuel that energy is super balance, important man. Yeah. and everything comes in balance and that goes back to the intuition as well as the gut feeling knowing the balance between the two and in that moment you know the right way to go it, it's 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 a it's a hard step sometimes it's a hard one to jump on there's decisions that i've made in the past where i'm like it wasn't the right decision but that's fine because i'm not, i'm not off track it yeah. just could have got me something else right oh, yeah. and maybe it wasn't meant to be or whatever but this i was like i've made the wrong decision here but it, again that come that that it's still not a bad thing. That's a lesson, right? So yeah, and they're, they're usually never the wrong decision. The yeah. wrong decision for what you wanted, maybe, or the expectation. The outcome the time, I wanted, yeah. But the lesson that you learned was the lesson you probably needed to learn, right? That's like, it. Yeah. Um, what they say, like, love what is. Like, it, it, it is what it is because that's what it's meant to be. We're past it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Always. So, and we've we've all learned from it. I've made even in relationships, I've made mistakes. So many, you know? right? And, and and but from that, we we build on top of that to make sure that you don't do that again. You know, yeah. I've got a partner now who I learned mistakes from my old partners because you know it doesn't mean or anything. Like it wasn't like I did anything bad, but it was like, oh, yeah. you know what? I could have handled this better. I could have handled that better. So when it arised with my new partner, it's like, oh, okay, I've done this before, and yep. that's I know the outcome of that wasn't positive. So let's try this here. I, I mean, I'm so I'm so grateful and and thankful for those experiences um and i haven't had a lot of partners um, but my last one especially you know so thankful for that experience because i've just learned so much mm. learned so much about the self and self-love and what worth really is and for what sure. and what i value in a relationship you know like you know what what are the things that i want from a partner and i need from a partner and how do i communicate that so every man everything that we Everything that we go through is in preparation for, for you know, sure. Today, like, one of the things I find interesting as well is a lot of the, the needs that we sometimes feel like we need out of a partner aren't necessarily things that a partner is also the one to give as well. And we yeah. learn that through. It's like, oh, I need this, this, and this, and it's actually like, hey, you know what, man? The things that you're asking for from her are actually 
things that you should be giving yourself and you're expecting it from her. Right. Right? Like a hundred percent. You know, and I've yeah. seen clear examples. It doesn't matter what age you are. No. People are learning that at all different it ages. It has nothing you know? to do with it. Age. That's it. It's like experiential. And that's, that's like, yeah, and that's okay. when blame comes in and I've seen yeah. people and they're Resentment. like, they're, oh, she's this and he's that and I don't get this from them and they're mean for that. It's like, yeah. hey man, like, yeah. bring it back a bit, dude. Yeah. Like, everything you're projecting out is actually something that comes from yourself and it's not a negative thing you know and it's it's hard to actually stir someone's waters up um who is who is feeling aligned with themselves as well Mm. you know so it's it's hard to for for example my partner she works a lot she comes home tired and um uh, if i was not in a great place i would be like oh she's neglecting me because she comes home and she doesn't talk to me yeah she's a kindergarten teacher right so she might have had the hardest day and but for me, I'm like kids all day, man. Like oh, that's some you know, training stuff. That's you know? it. And I'm like, oh, I could be like, oh, you know, I need this and that. And she's like, she she doesn't want to give it to me. She doesn't love me, right? Mm. But then it's like, okay, cool. Why do I need this? Why do I need that? Oh, because I'm, you know, there's th- certain things going I'm on in my life. Something that, or I want yeah, something. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, so so true, man. Like, it, and you can get stuck in, like, you know, I've been stuck in a bunch of times, like kind of falling in love with the potential of someone, you yeah. know, and and wanting or or as you're saying, wanting someone to be this thing wanting to be this personification of a part of yourself that you want more yeah. of like like you're saying it's like a big mirror into yourself it's like you know together we can be this thing together yeah but all you're saying is i'm not that thing for myself and i'm lacking that thing and i need that from you and i need you yeah. to be that thing for me and i'm in love with the idea of that so you know as opposed to it's like people that are like, oh, I need a partner who can cook. What? It's like, dude, you can't cook for yourself? What's yeah, going cook, on? <laughs> cook, bro. Learn how to, yeah, learn how to cook. You still need to eat, bro, so yeah. cook for yourself. Yeah. You want to cook for her. You yeah. know, that's what you, you want, need to you do. love? Learn how to love yourself. That's it. Like, learn how to be in love with yourself, That's man. it. You know, and I feel like that's super important. And I think it, it actually makes a more harmonious relationship because there's less expectation. Yeah. And when there's less expectation, there's more room for each other to grow and show love their own way. Yeah, exactly. My partner's love language is um, acts of service. So it's like... For, and mine is different right so yeah. it's like for me um if i'm feeling relaxed like she's not expecting me to do things i will mm. want to do things but if she's expecting it it becomes an added burden yeah. and i don't feel like i'm i'm showing her i love her i feel like i'm doing um what i'm told and that's mm. and that's that makes it i think that that is a fine line there where it's like you know what you know you care about this person so you do things that you know is going to make them happy you know yeah yeah so yeah. and i feel like you know that's a that's a that's a big part of every relationship, even in business and work i mean business and work there's expectations because there's an exchange of time and energy you know that's a bit different there is there's outcomes there's outcomes You're working towards outcomes but when but, it comes to personal still, relationships still in there man there's yeah. still personal relationships behind it all of course but i feel like all my closest friendships i've never had any conflict with because there's never been an expectation on that person from them yeah. And and vice versa. So I naturally am like, you know what? I want to do something for this person. Well, we're a great example of that, right? Like, yeah, man, let's do a podcast. Yeah, cool, man. And like six months, right? But yeah, man, whatever. Like, we'll get yeah. around to it. Let's catch up. Cool, man. I can't make it. Yeah, no stress. Like, there is none. But it is funny that the uh, um, and I guess it's because of it's a sexual relationship. But you know, when it's a partner, like when oh, so you talking about us? Bro, I was like, no, 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 not our, no. I'm I was like, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that, but that's no. But I mean, like, you're gonna so, enjoy guess, watching that footage there because yeah, you'll yeah. see my face. I, would, <laughs> I spit out a nut. Bro. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not activated that one. Yeah. But no, like I'm saying, so because like our 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 partner partners, right? It is I guess there's more expectation behind that because yeah, I don't know. Like they just it is. Is someone that we spend a lot more time with that or you know where we're trying to figure out whether that's someone that we can have a, a life with and that For we sure. can maybe have children with one day or whatever it might be you just you have 
I guess it's from, you know, growing up with these expectations around what we think we need or who we think we are. And Mm. then that person has to fit into that concept of the self, you know, and if they don't match that, not even just who you are today, but that potential future you. Yeah, you better grow into this person that I want. Otherwise, you know. Oh, you're out. Otherwise, it's over, right? You know, and then that, that expectation applies pressure and... Yeah, man, they're really, really complex things. Like I haven't had a lot of experience with them, but with relationships in general, you know, for all the years, I just was non, non kind of committal. Um, but it's an interesting thing now because they're Bachelor also. Of the year, weren't you? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I was the only entry. Yeah, it was just me. Yeah, grassroots Bachelor of the Year. In my mind, yeah. just <laughs> calling myself Bachelor of the Year. But yeah, I won that a bunch of times. Yeah, well done, bro. Thank you, thank you so yeah. much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, like it's just, it's, it takes a, a bunch of work. And what I'm finding really interesting at the moment is how much work they actually take and when, when, how much, um, uh, how much chaos they create as well. Like being in relationships are chaos, man. They're chaotic as fuck. Like there's just so much time and energy put into you and the other person and mediating the expectations and the needs and their life and your life and will they gel? Like, you know, when you're single again, like my personal growth is just um, 10x, yeah. you know, yet, yet um, in saying that the emotional growth and that I experienced within the relationship was by far deeper For sure. and, and more. And that comes with that balance again, right? Mm. Yeah. Which is, which is, I mean, that, that in itself should say, you know, that's the, that's the, the polar sides of each, each of that as well, you know, yeah. and a bit of, you need a bit of both, you know, there's people that are in, in relationships constantly. They'll, they'll jump from back one to back is right. Back to back. Um, Dangerous. And I, I, I know people that have been like that. I and know, I'm like, have I you actually people. had time alone? You yeah. know, have you had time to yourself? And they're like, oh, I don't want, want that. More it's like two or three what, months or something, but yeah. What's confronting about that for you? You know, yeah. like what is it that being alone is confronting you with and, mm. and you know, what do you need to get over? And it's not, not saying that in a, like shame on you for, you know what no no but it's, everyone it's, everyone at their own time right it's like, more like it, you know just like maybe it's something you should try you know yeah um and i i found a lot of my personal i decided to become a photographer when i was single because i had nothing to put my energy into i actually yeah. came out of a big breakup and um had my heart absolutely shattered everyone needs one breakup in their whole life so i'm very thankful you know she's one. she's a champion for doing that yeah. um destroying me yeah. um no no she was actually she's, she's good quality but um oh you know i've been destroyed i guess destroyed. wouldn't say destroyed yeah. but it shook me right it yeah, shook yeah. it shook me emotionally to the point where i wasn't like i've had my heart broken and i'm like i'm in control of this it's okay it just yeah, hurts yeah. but i'm gonna push through where well, this one was like i'm this really hurts and i don't know what comes next mm. and through that came uh, the self-discovery and from that was like I need something to put my energy into um, mm. which isn't sulking and which isn't overthinking no, no, and which no. isn't thinking about this person yeah. something that's going to almost distract me but with longevity and with that came um, I just like randomly had some money I was meant to travel with this person and I had some money left over and I think I had a couple of drinks and I was just like it's going to buy something random and I just bought a camera and it ended up being my thing right so then I did that for a long time and then I eventually found a partner Mm. but there was a lot of um, single lead up to that where I was exploring stuff that I probably wouldn't have explored if I had a partner you know Mm, mm, mm. so I feel I feel like for everybody and anybody that's super important yeah man and everyone at different stages right like you know some people um, like I even know with my last relationship I, I thought I was very much ready you know, it was that time I've done the work, I'm ready to have someone in my life and this person came along and I'm like, this is it, mm. you know, and then that expectation became a, a thing, you know, mm. throughout their relationship because I'm like, I'm in, 
and you know maybe that person wasn't as much or whatever their their story was right um and and that's really hard to kind of manage you know because it's like people are always coming into things at different times and then it's also about one where where you are there's a timing element and that's also you know are you willing to kind of grow together and, and yeah. can you operate together but For sure how, how do you how have you you've, how long you've been five years plus right in your relationship just hit five years and she was a complete accident to 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 start dating sure. i was yeah, i was and not in a bad way i yeah. was um we we knew each other beforehand and i thought she's really cool and didn't think anything of it and then one day we it was actually at a club i was mm. working at we had a conversation in the smokers area because she was single now and I was I was like, oh, I can engage in this conversation now. Something sure. I probably wouldn't have had if I was with a partner, just yeah. out of respect. Yeah. I was like, you know, so what do you want to do? Who do you want to be? Blah, blah. And all of her goals were um, very... Uh, I, I was intrigued by what excited her, right? So she was like, she wanted to help people and she wanted to... Be, but I could, she'd put in the groundwork. She didn't want to tell many people about it, but she wanted to work with the elderly. She wanted to work mm. with kids. Mm. And she was working nonstop to get there. Mm. Like she was working a lot. She was working at a like noodle that. shop. Someone's on their path, That's right? it. And But she was studying stuff. heaps and um, doing a lot of volunteer work to do that. And I was like, that's fascinating to me because... Um, and I say this with no disrespect at all, but I surrounded myself by a lot of creatives and I felt um, creatives are on a very personal journey. Yes. So uh, they are very like, I want to do this and I want to be this and this is me. And, and that's, mm. that's amazing because I'm the same, you know, I want to create and I want to do things yeah. and I want to experience the world and show people how I experience yeah. it. And she was very like, I just want to make sure her focus was literally everyone but herself. And for me, I was like, that's, that was fascinating, you know? Mm. And even to this day, you know, she's up early looking after kids. And, and for me, I'm like, I'm so proud of you. Like she'll do huge, like, 13 hour day sometimes because she's there from open to close or whatever and and she'll come home wrecked and I'm like that takes a lot for someone to do that with such passion still mm, mm. Um, and knowing how much energy they're putting in says a lot about that person and that for me was you know that was a moment you know I was like intoxicating amazing right? yeah, yeah she's great but she was very opposite to what I would usually would have I had a perception and view of who I wanted to be with and actually she she wasn't she didn't tick a lot of the boxes that I thought were important but she ticked ones that I didn't realize I actually valued higher. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I'm very, uh, I guess, I, I'm not sure if spiritual is the right word, but I'm very self-aware of of that, you know, of that aspect of myself and how it affects me and, and mm-hmm. what I want to do. And and for me, I was like, I need someone that understands that. And she's just like very non-spiritual at all. I feel that, man. And yeah. I was like, that's great. You know, like I was like, at the start, I was like, oh, that's a bit weird. And it's like, why do I need someone else yeah. um, to you know, um, like obviously I have people to invent that with. I have friends and stuff that yeah, I can talk yeah. to about that. I don't need that from a partner necessarily. Yeah. Um, I mean, for some people it's important, right? They need that, I guess. But for me, I didn't necessarily felt, I, it was something I felt I needed, but I didn't. And I, I don't know, I'm going off track, but I'm just saying. No, no, I'm with you. I'm just trying to think through because I'm, I'm like that. I've always had these visions of, and look, I still have that vision that I want, I want a partner that I can connect with, you know, deeply and intimately. And I want to traverse um, consciousness and and you know um, tantra and all of these deep practices within the relationship because I see for me I see like all work all practices from from sexual to spiritual to physical to business that they they are they are just that they are practices they are these processes and things that we have to train ourselves on so i do want a partner that i can engage in those things with for sure that's willing to do that stuff with but then at the same time yes you know 
realistically outside of that physical element, there's no other thing within that spectrum that I was just talking about that you can't find outside of that. And how, depending on the relationship, you can find those things elsewhere as well, <laughs> right? depending on where you get to. Um, that's a hard, hard conversation to have. So, yeah, it's, that's an interesting thing to I be think, able to break. I think also for me, and I, I can't speak for everybody else. I can only go off no, my experience, right? You and I, right? Yeah. Um, but I felt like not finding those things that were important to me in my partner, but obviously having the, the most important things there. Um, there's certain things that are obviously important and they're, you know, um, it actually strengthened my relationship with my friends who were also on that path. Mm. So I feel a lot of people, sometimes they, when they find a partner, they kind of step back from everybody. They're getting everything that they feel they need and they kind of disappear. Whereas I felt like my relationships and friendships grew because I was like, okay, well, I still need to talk to people about this. I still need to yeah. talk to people about creative ideas and blah, 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 you know, things like that. Yeah, and yeah, I still need to bounce ideas when it comes to my business. I still need to talk about my spiritual journey um, at whatever level it's at mm. or if I'm tired or whatever and, and, and be able to speak to someone about that. Mm. And instead of this one person being, an, you know, like hey, everything that I need, you have and you need to be the person that gives it to me all the time. I have my friends that still do that and it actually took pressure off my partner to still be herself and in turn, we it's it's a very easy relationship. And when I say easy, it's we still challenge each other, you know, in a good way, but it's not like, hey, I'm not feeling good about this now. You need to make me feel better. Make me feel better about it. That's so cool, man. It's a really, it's a really, really hard thing to find. Yeah. And find someone that, that can reciprocate that to you as mm. well and give you that space. And I'm very different. She knows that. Like, I'll be talking about something. Oh, man, ancient Mesopotamia, blah, blah, blah. And she's like... Whatever, man. She's like, that's really interesting. And I'm like, it's not for you. Yeah. But thank you for yeah, listening thank you for the for past my stuff 15 on. minutes yeah. and saying, oh, wow, at the very end. And I'm like, oh, you, when did you stop listening? Like, yeah, <laughs> for like the first yeah. 10 seconds. But she just... You know, and I'm not saying that's, but I'm just saying like it's she. You know, it's it's a it's an interesting thing to have. But then I'll have conversations with people who go for hours about things, and I'm like, I'm glad I still have this person in my yeah. life. You know, so yeah. see, I think yeah, my ex, my ex partner and I were were probably too similar. Yeah, we were into very very similar things. We we're into personal growth a bunch, and and you know we just and then we're also into you know other things like substances, and you know we've lived a similar life like that at times. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of things that conflicted in, sure. within that. And I, I also feel like two people that are on very similar journeys, you also become so intertwined with each other that as soon as somebody kind of veers off into a different interest, it almost offends the other person. Well, yeah, that's interesting, right? Yeah, actually, that's and it, very And it's an unintentional thing, but it's, yeah. it's pure vulnerability, right? Yeah. So you're, you're intertwined in this in this chaotic ball of like, it's beautiful still. Beautiful, yeah. It is, it's an Steve amazing and thing. And, and beautiful and all those and things. And you're yeah. literally so engaged with each other that yeah. someone else is like, oh, actually, I'm also really wanting to value this as well. And they're like, but, 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 like, that's not... Yeah, or it's like, do you want like, to come and do this with me? It's like, no, I'm not really into that. Like, yeah. I don't really want to do that. Oh, but, but like... But we're everything else. Yeah. Is there something wrong with us? It nearly creates like an element of like competition, which mm. is quite interesting. And then it becomes nearly this competitive thing of like... Yeah, nearly like how, um, yeah, how much are you training or how much are you, you, you know, investing in spiritualness or whatever it might be. And you can, it becomes quite, you know, wouldn't want to call it toxic, but it is definitely becomes codependent in a sense. For sure. And, and the I kind of codependency does come through. And the, one of the big lessons, the two lessons that I learned out of the last relationship, and we're cool, like, you know, we're, we're, we're cool, we're, we're, That's good. We, we're, we're friends That's and communicating, we're working on building the friendship and, and all those kind of things again. But like, was the two things was, yeah, that, that self-love 
that like to love someone, you have to truly love yourself For sure. and, and know the practices in your day to day that instill love within yourself. And, and, and then therefore the second lesson is to create boundaries around those things, you know, like yourself with your creativity, right? Like mm. you need time with your friends. You need time to go and do your creative stuff because that makes you, you, and that sure. is what, she loves about you it's what you love about you it's how you gain energy and self-worth and all those kind of things so if you don't create boundaries around whatever it might be your lifestyle your home your your expectations you know mm. and then can communicate those boundaries effectively you will never be in a position to be able to experience that love that you have or that you should have for yourself with somebody else. For sure. I'm um, super hard to... It's so hard. To, to communicate and break down. So, so you have to be so vulnerable to do it. You know? Yeah. And I feel like exactly that, like going back to that codependency thing as well and the, the self-love, it's, it's if you if you have... If you, that self-love that you're meant to have for yourself isn't there, mm. <clears throat> whatever you're feeding your partner isn't also always coming from a place of love either. No, well, and most what you're of the time expecting it's not. <clears throat> is that also not coming from a place of love. You know, and, and I think that every relationship, whether it be friendship or whatever, it it, it will eventually deteriorate if, if they're not coming from the right place. Yeah, man, you know? look at it. Yeah, 100%, right? Um, especially if, yeah, especially if you're not even aware of it. That's it. Like, I wasn't even aware of it. Like, yeah. Aware, I, I thought I was, I thought it was on point. Yeah. You know, I thought I was like together as fuck. Like, I yeah. thought I had it all. I don't, I got it. On paper, I'm great. Yeah. Successful business. Got a nice apartment. You know, got a crappy little car, but it's a car. Like, you know, so I'm like, I'm, I, and I have. Drinking out of San Pellegrino in the afternoon. Yeah, it's breaking the budget, but look, that's that's how we roll here at Grassroots. Yeah, we just stole this from IGA down the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that story before about the loss prevention, that was actually me. You caught me running. That's how we came here. Yeah. I'm like, quick, help me. And you're like, what the fuck, bro? Oh, actually, can we do an interview today? Yeah, yeah, come on, Yeah, that was it. But yeah, man, so that learning around setting those boundaries. So, sorry, yeah, like, so on paper and stuff, or, or in my head, I'm like, yeah, I'm ready for this relationship. I'm ready to do the work. I'm ready to learn what love really is because I'd never really loved someone before, like, not truly. And mm. I'm like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to have someone in my life now. I've done the work. I'm ready to have this thing. And, you know, this 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 amazing person came into my life and invited me into my life, and, and I got what I wanted out of it. I got, I learned <clears> about <throat> love. Yeah. That's what I learned about. Yeah, and it's hard. It sucks. Because the way I learn about it is by losing, you're not losing that person, but by, yeah, but you know, it, it was, I got what I wanted, right? My expectation yeah. was I'm ready to learn about love and I'm ready to love someone. Yeah. And the universe went, cool, man, here's an experience here's for a lesson. you to le- learn it. Oh, you said right? learn. Well, you said learn. Okay. Oh, you so learn you want stuff. love. Well, you have to start by loving yourself. <laughs> so yeah, here's your experience. Here's the person that will help you learn that. And uh, good luck. Yeah, you know. And then that's that lesson that I've been able to learn through it. it. It's a trip. It's it's. I feel like love. I love. Sorry, can I just say as well? Please. I love that we were like, let's go do a podcast. We'll talk about business and stuff. <laughs> and we talked about love and relationships for an hour. That's I don't think I've had that, this kind of conversation with anyone about love. It's yeah, well, interesting. It's, I like it. That's it, it. Underpins everything for me at the moment. Like, it just self worth and and like I go back to, and we can get back to the practical. Like, like I've, I've been talking about my. My, and I've shared a lot of this stuff around the fact that I've used a daily process. And one of the things I want to talk to you about is what your daily process is. But I've used this daily process as a way to hack 
the boundaries, just to use the reference that we were talking about, or to hack the the process to create abundance and love in my life. Yeah. Like there's tools, there's practices, right? From, you know, and I talk about it a bunch, you know, I wake up, I drink water, you know, then I meditate yeah. and I do movement yeah. and then I do affirmations and yeah. then I do visualizations and then I do self-love practices. Is that all in the morning? Yeah, all in the morning. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. I'm up, I have a coffee, I kind of stare out the window a bit and then my eye twitches and then it's now I was going to ask. I was going <laughs> to ask you. I was going <laughs> to ask you. What, do you have a morning process? <laughs> Mine is not as detailed as that. I was but like, that's I'll, a, that's a, yeah. but that's, that's your, that's for you at the moment. That's your thing, right? So my thing. And look, I've been on it for a few years. I'm, I'm very, I, I'm, I am very process driven now. Give me a task list. Give me a process, and I kill it. Ask me to develop <laughs> the task. Ask me to develop the process. I'm not great. No. Nah. Um, but but give me a framework to work in, and I excel. Like yeah, give me sick. boundaries, I, I make it better. But but for me, it was one. It's a necessity thing because there is so much happening in my life on a day to day. Like like our business is it's like it's insane. Mm. Uh, our business that we're growing, and this we've got 20 people that work for us now, and it's just waiting for you to give me a job. Uh, I'm joking, bro. <laughs> I, actually, I think I've offered you work a few times, um, and I've got some stuff coming up. We can do the interview now if you want. Done. So, Josh, um, we've got a job coming up. In, no, <laughs> yeah. but um, yeah, but just so going back to that, the process, right? So I have to have that. Like I have to build that process in because if I don't wake up and get my body right in the mornings and then get my head right in the mornings, like I just can't operate effectively. Yeah. And I also can't reach the potentials that I I know I can achieve for sure. Unless I put a practice in place, you're and running at thirty percent if you're not doing it the right. One hundred percent, man. I want to hack it. I want to optimize. Like so, my and my task list is through the roof. But what and my task lists have always been body focused and practical, right? So wake up, drink water, sure, do a little meditation, stretch, but like headspace, ten minute meditation, nothing too intense. Okay. And then it was like, yeah, then then I drink some water, then try and have breakfast and. No, then I started to get really into, like, one of the things I was lacking in this process and because of the transition I just went through is what are these emotional states or, or parts of my psyche that I want to develop? Like, I want to develop more self-love. I want to develop more accountability. I want to develop um, more appreciation and gratitude. So how can I, how can I put practices in place every day to remember these things that fill me up? For sure. You know? To make you the better version of yourself that you're going for in this current state. And all the stuff that you learn now is going to become easily and normal for you in a year's time and then you'll be learning new things. Yeah, and even now like I can get up and I go through my process without my Asana task list. Yeah. But I have it there. Like even on the weekend, I had a blowout when I ate some food I shouldn't, drank some alcohol when I'm not meant to be drinking at the moment, and which is cool. I had a plan to do that, but I paid for it. Two yeah. days I was off, off my mark. Yeah, I just couldn't. I wasn't, but I had the process there. Yeah, so it's like I know what to do. Yeah, just follow the process. Yeah, it just it brings me back. Like it's drinking water. I'm stretching. I'm meditating. I'm doing my great thankful practices, and I'm setting my goals for my day, and setting my intentions, and I'm doing my journaling and Being strategic. And, yeah, man, very like, deliberate. And I don't have to do it every day. <clears throat> like it's just a baseline. Like it's just, but I've been cultivating it now for two or three years. Yeah. Um, but it goes from 6 a.m. in the morning to 10 at night, Ooh. like to the hour. Are you up at 6? At the moment, I am, yeah. And what time are you going to bed? 10 o'clock, yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's nice. 10 o'clock would be nice. This was the one of the other, <laughs> well, this was the other thing with, with my, my ex-partner as well. We were just like on different clocks, man. Like she would get home at work, from work at 10. Yeah. She was up for four or five hours. I'm trying to sleep. 
like it was yeah crazy like yeah you know there's a bunch of different things that that could kind of come into play but yeah man got got back into my rotation again 6 a.m i'm up yeah not every day but most days 9 30 i'm in bed reading 10 o'clock go to bed it's good i'm pretty pretty but i'm blessed to have the uh have the ability to do that because I work from home predominantly and I go to the office a couple of times a week and then I travel a bunch. And so, you know, I, I have a, a built a lifestyle that for sure. allows me to, you to, almost to do yeah. that. For, you know what, man? I feel like there's nuts are drying my throat. Probably, they probably are. Like maybe it's the Himalayan sea salt and you pumpkin could just, seeds. You could just take that snippet. Man, these nuts are drying my throat yeah, and I'm, just make that the intro I'm, of the video. Going like, to, yeah, interesting chats with, with Josh, Josh today. Yeah. Stay tuned till later to yeah. find out what he was talking about. See what's going on the sea wolf. Um, I feel for me, I, I'm, uh, I'm teaching myself um, to, do, to, to be quiet and do less at the moment. And that's like my lesson. Mm. And I, I know that sounds strange, but no, what does that mean? So Be for me, and do less. so for me, it's like I, I've bitten off a lot more than I can chew at the moment when it comes to work, right? And not not in a bad way because I'll chew through it. Like that's just me. But I know I'm going to be burning the candle at both ends. Yeah. And let me just check something. Keep going. That's all right. Um. So that's and that's fine, right? But then for me, it's like okay. So what have I learned from this? I'm not going to be. Um, the thing that sets me apart from others is my creative work and my input in the creative community and, and getting behind, like I've got all these people that will hit me up for advice and, um, um, everything. Yeah. I'm just checking. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I'm this, sorry. I'm sorry. You have to start this thread again, but I set this screen to not lock and then it locked. So there's no and then audio. I'm like, it was an auto in. No, it's still audio. It's a ah. Mac, so it's, it's all good. And then I'm like, oh, how long would we be going for? I'm like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So, so it's could, all good? Yeah, all okay, good. Okay, so I don't need to repeat what I said. Done. No, you don't need to repeat. Sick. No. Because no, no. I was like, I forgot sorry, what I was sorry, saying. It's very rude. I was kind of hoping that I could start from the start because I forgot what I was saying. No, no, again, I said, no, start no, again. No, well, no, what was your line? So you I've said up, silence and, and... No, I've bitten off a lot more. So for me, it was like, okay, you need to assign yourself times to, to switch off, put your phone away, go for a walk, listen to a book, listen to some random music that you that is, you know, that's going to resonate with you take photos and just not engage with anybody. Yeah, man. Like, And for me, it's super important because especially as a photographer, for you, for photographers to, to do well and to, for me especially, for the thing that makes me go like, fuck yeah, is finding um, something beautiful in something that is so normal and like, I guess, mediocre, right? Which is yeah. why you look at my film photography, which Love is it. my my passion right now that's not going to go viral you know that everyone's like on on instagram is like oh you know they want to see some flashy shit i my main creative outlet is my film photography yeah so i will i love going down a street and just seeing like a random flower that's like randomly positioned over it like a fence and saying that looks sick like it's mm, the way that it's framed mm. the color grading of it everything and you, i'm just like cool i want to take a photo you've cultivated of cultivated a great eye over the years with that yeah. and but and then again film itself Film is very expensive and to do well with film, you need to shoot a lot. So it's almost like an investment. You need to know that you're spending a lot of money and you're going to do a lot of it before you get good at it. And even when you're yeah, good, yeah, you, yeah. you, you're not, you know, you still got a lot of room to grow. I've still got so much room to grow. Of course like, so. of course. you know, I'm not the best in the world, but the only way to do that for me, like you can't be emailing and texting and walking around a street and as well as being that you need to be in your, in your flow you need to be in your rhythm and you need to be um, just be open for random things to pop out. Yeah, you know? man. Yeah. And I feel like the only way, and then for me, it's like, okay, for you to do better as a photographer is, 
is not for you to take on 100 gigs this week. You need to invest back into your skill sets and your creativity. 100%. Because then I become better later on. Like I can take on 100 gigs in a week of just shooting food, right? Cool, done. That's fine or yeah. whatever or like sending off emails or running events and blah, blah. But then it's, by the end of it, all I want to do is not do that. My, so, yeah. so I've had to learn to do that. So I'm, I'm up, I'm up earlier now these days. Like I'm getting up at like eight, eight thirty. Whereas, because when I was doing the club yeah, stuff, I was getting right. up at midday, right? Yeah, so yeah. eight thirty exists now for me, and I'm like, this is a good place. Good like, time. and I'm awake, awake at eight thirty. Yeah, I'm not man. just like, it's good to be up with the like sun, dude. Around. Having the circadian rhythms going, like yeah. sunrise, sunset. It's there for a reason. That's it. Yeah. So I'm doing that. I'll get. I, I, I make my own cold brew. So I, I uh, yeah, true. From Brunswick, guys. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> um, I have that in an old whiskey bottle that's yeah, in my fridge. Of course you do. Yep. Yeah. Not a jar. Double a whiskey bottle. Double, that's good. double Brunswick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with a cork in the top. Triple Brunswick. Okay. So um, and I keep that, and I have that in the morning with oats and whatever. And then usually I'll go for a walk. I'll go for a bit of a jog. Yeah. Or I'll sit down and do my emails first, and then I'll go. So then I'm like, okay, if there's anything important that I needed to see, I can see it now, and then I can just go off. Yeah. Yeah. Got to do it. And I'll take an hour or two, and like you know, I'll, if I'm behind in anything, I'll try and get yep. in front of it. But I'll go for a two-hour walk and or an hour and a half walk, take photos, do what I need to do, just be in the rhythm. Or I'll just go for. I know there's like a shop that sells coffee beans ages away. I'll go for a walk there instead of the closer one, and things like that. You know. And my process at the moment is just doing that. It's like literally giving myself a break. Um, because and, it, and I feel like for me, there was a lot of things I was putting a lot and a lot, a lot of energy into that were dead ends. Mm-hmm. But I was so used to just go, 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 go that I didn't realize that it was actually draining my time, my energy and my money and my creative energy. Mm. And it wasn't until I took a step back and said, hey, you know, I had a bit of time to myself. And I'm like, hey, you know what? This is actually I need, I've had a bit of time to reflect on this. And replenish, man. That's it. So, yeah. so for me, that's my main thing, you know, um, and then I'm training usually midday and then afternoons yeah so, well this is why I like fun. the task list man I love, I love my task list because that's what like I, each week I, I have a flow adventure where I'm like go and put your phone away mm. and run through the forest and find spaces that I saw are, you out there yeah out there having a the, good time yeah having a good time start there on my little adventures or yeah. or lunchtime stop meditate for 20 minutes like whatever you're into right but like yeah as you're saying you got to plan plan out the times like I speak about this with my business partner all the time because he's like super analytical, CEO of the company, driven real, real hard. You know, I'm like, I'm the other dude. You know, I'm the marketer kind of yeah. sales guy. You know, some more emotion side of it all. Um, so like I need that rest and recovery. But, you know, he burns out because of it. Like he's much, he's really good at it these days. But you've got to plan the rests and you've got to take the downtime. You've got to take the time out to replenish, regroup and get new perspectives of things. Like I think perspective, perspective is a big one. Like step out of your day to day. So you can go and find that other angle or maybe in the photography, that other way to look at something through fresh eyes or, you know, and that's why for me, the task list is so good because it's, it's a must do. Like yep. it's there. This is part of my day. I wish I had a task. Not no wish. I go out of my way not to have a task. I know what I need to do work wise. I don't just go. Oh, I'd why? Why don't you have one for your personal? At the stuff? moment, I'm I'm actually enjoying. I do a lot of self reflection, which I feel is is important for me. Uh, I I've done this probably for the past year, and I felt it's really helped me. I'll just stop and go. How do I feel? Is it good? Sweet. Why do I feel good? Cool. How do I stay here? If it's not good, why am I here? How do I get out of it? And that's I feel good. like that's actually, it's it's almost like, 
it's almost like walking and going, is this the right path? Yep, sweet. How do I stay on this? So, so, and I feel like emotionally that's helped me a lot. When do you do it? When do you do that? I do it often, but I had to train myself but to do is it. Is there a trigger? Like, is it when you're feeling bad or feeling good? No, or I just kind of, it's a remembering thing. I'll do it a few times a day. Yeah, yeah, but I, yeah. I reflect a lot. I spend a lot of time editing. So I, there's a lot of reflection time for me. A so time, a lot of thinking time. I'll be like, cool. How am I feeling this? Yep. Cool. I'm feeling dry. Cool. I need to go and take photos. Mm-hmm. Do you meditate at all? Um, I've, my meditation and as weird as it sounds is walking. See, yeah. So you're waking meditation. I wake and meditate and I'll walk and I'll just, I'll walk and I'll just close my eyes and I won't listen. You know, so anytime I, I've got a problem, I run, I run. Yeah. And cause then I solve it. Like I hit a flow state after about 5K and that's it for me. I'm cool. Yeah. Like I, I figure it out or at least I get a perception to do it. What I found really interesting and why I asked around the meditation, right, is obviously it's my it's my latest example to refer back on, but I go back through to, to the emotional instability of say the breakup that I've just been through or or even just business stuff actually. Any, any emotional upheaval drew me into those internalization practices a lot more recently and and I, so i've been meditating a bunch like i've done i've cracked 2000 minutes i don't know it's about 20 it's about it's about 24 hours or something in the last three months or that's good it's a fair bit i was gonna say in a week no god no that's a lot in a week bro you good <laughs> yeah no i'm not yeah no i'm, I'm, I'm doing like eight hours a day of meditation. yeah i'm literally just sitting like, here meditating. i'm just sleeping but people do that right <laughs> that people do that they just go yeah man they're just like double double down like i can understand that you just start doing this stuff all the time and and then you know you're not really experiencing the real world and then the real world happens and all that work kind of goes out the window but what was interesting with the meditations that i've been doing and there's a bunch of different types that i'm playing with but one was just talking about wanting to note your emotions so mm. like when that emo- when emotion comes up that you may not like or you have an adverse reaction to as opposed to trying to a- analyze it and understand it and overcome it through the analytical mind you just note it as oh yeah that's i'm thinking that or oh yeah i'm feeling that kind of like your process mm. and then you just go cool and i just let it go yeah and then you practice just that process of letting that emotion rise and then you let it go. And there's a bunch of other techniques you can learn in it. But yeah, yeah just that. And it, and it reflects on even friendships, relationships, everything. It's like, everything. oh, uh, I'm annoyed at her. Or I'm, uh, one of my friends, oh, he's pissed me off. Mm. Why? Is it valid? Cool. Mm. What are you going to do about it? Are you going to talk to him about it? Yeah. Cool. That's how you do it. Observing your thoughts. If, if it's not, observing your emotions. hey, are you, being, are you overreacting? Cool. It's yeah. like literally just taking a step back from everything, almost as a third person and go, mate, are you... Uh, is is how you're acting, what you're thinking, mm. what you're seeing, blah blah. Is it the right way of going about it, or are you just, you know, are you just in the moment? Well, do, yeah. Because we get lost in the moment so often. Yeah. All of us do. That uh, dude, that dude robbing the place yeah. that you saw today, he was probably in, in a moment. Like he wouldn't have gone. I'm going to rob somewhere today, and uh, that's the right decision for my life. Pretty sure he he was. He really seemed like he was. Uh, that's his. Like oh, that's his thing. I, well, I just don't think he he had any other means of obtaining food. Oh, yeah, okay. I think he was so, more in that kind of a category. Okay. But I do get what you mean. You he know probably didn't wake up this morning and go, I'm going to go rob the 7-Eleven today or whatever Yeah, it was, it was probably like, I'm hungry. What's around me? Okay, that's what's it, happening right Exactly. Now. I'll go yeah. to the supermarket. I maybe I ate some grapes and then he stole a bunch of stuff. But yeah, um, yeah man. Like, <laughs> I mean, I've robbed a lot of grapes from Coles in my life. Oh, my yeah, life. yeah. We used to steal a lot of candy bars and stuff. when we. Oh, I never stole candy bars. It's just like uh, a single grape. And then eventually a single grape was like, a you've emptied a whole bushel out. And the lady's like, you your son's gonna have to pay for that. My yeah. mom would have to pay. Yeah, yeah. It's never fun. No, it's not. Not when. Yeah, but like grapes, you feel that they've like they've built that into the costs. Yeah, yeah. You'd want to think they'd know that they're getting stolen. 
you know. You'd hope so, at least. I hope so. How did we digress here? I no, lost there. No, I lost, no. yeah. I don't know. But yeah, we, I know, man, we're talking about that, that daily process. So I think it's the same. It's important. It's important to carve out that time. It goes back to that mm. that stuff, you know, like a, yeah. Like so from, but me, you, was, you take that into business as well, though. That's the thing. It's like, for so. me, I was like, what sort of photographer do I want to be? Right? What do I want to be as a photographer? Cool. What do I have to do to get there? Or when, once I started working a lot, is the people that I'm shooting for and doing all that, now is this going to get me to where i need to be mm. um okay cool i'm shooting all this stuff this is is this on the journey for what i want no what will get me there okay cool is this i can still shoot those events you know like yeah yeah but it's like if it's not on the process of what i want i'm going to end up not liking shooting in general yeah yeah you know, i'm a photographer that shoots i don't know horse parades oh cool <laughs> yeah it's not what i want do you know what i'm trying to say yeah you got to have a vocation in there man like yeah, the club stuff is a thing and like, you know, things. Oh, I love that stuff. I love the club stuff at the time when I was doing it, less because I liked clubbing, well, but ex- yeah. I'm, I'm very social. So for yeah, me, it was, experience, it, was, right? it was filling that void of like, you know what, if I'm not going to get paid to go out here, I'm going to pay to go out and socialize. Yeah, I might as well yeah, get yeah. paid while I'm here. A hundred percent. You know, even I did, a, I did like three years of no alcohol when I was in clubs back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I and I was like, I would just go in there sober and they're like, oh, you must drink a lot. I'm like, man, I haven't had a drink in two years. You yeah. know? So it was just for the social side of it. But that, that was also cultivating my networking and and helping me network at that time yeah, yeah but then yeah. you outgrow that and it's like okay so what's the next step do i be the 40 year old guy that's in clubs you don't want to be that guy no one wants to be the 40 year old guy in clubs so it's like cool uh, not in a bad way i'm just saying you know there's like there's there's people that it's like hey you could have progressed from this point and you yeah, probably yeah. still can yeah. but it's like they didn't have that moment of reflection no. to say unless you're owning them and then then you're, then you're owning them then you're good oh you're dude good. i'm not talking about owning them i'm talking no. about the guy that's still clubbing. Them, clubbing oh clubbing yeah just going oh clubbing. yeah 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 I you know what i mean yeah, oh if you're if you're if you're making a business out of it that's now, a I, I, the hustle's different i remember being in a club one time and these these dudes walk past us but my mate <laughs> check out these old dudes and then he turned around and goes bro they're our age man i'm like yeah. Okay, let's get out of here. That's it. Let's I'm get done out. here. There's old dudes. <laughs> How old are you? Oh, I'm 31. Yeah. Oh, he's younger than me. Okay, okay cool. Right, yeah. Okay, I'm out of here. God damn. God yeah. damn. But yeah, man, it's yeah, it's super interesting. Um, trying to cult. I think you're right. Like, yeah, cultivating that stuff in um, in business is super important, and and taking that taking that time out for yourself to reflect reflect on what you want, what you need. You know, it's, and it's it, it is like there's a, a guy. Um, uh, he's, a, he's a channel called Paul Selleck, right? And he talks about this concept of like, I know what I am. No, I know who I am. I know what I am. I know how I serve, right? And the kind of concept is like, you know, who I am is God, infinite, the eternal, you know, universal love, all that kind of stuff, right? And then like, what I am is like the shit I do each day. Me getting angry at my girlfriend, getting pissed off, the guy at the shop that bumps into me, that's that's me. That's what I do every day. There's, there's me, Josh, or Josh the photographer. That's kind of what. And then there's how I serve is, I think the concept is to understand that I am all these three things at once, mm. you know, and so you can get trapped in the in the um, self-actualization space, you know, that space of creating all the time, that space of hustling, that space of doing the work constantly. But unless you're stepping out and reflecting on, observing the process itself occasionally you know and stepping out of that that day-to-day grind if you want to call it that and reflecting a little self-reflection bit, 100%, yeah 100% man and and the trick i guess within all this mindfulness and meditation practice and all that kind of world is how can i do that like your meditations when you walk in waking state how can i do that all the time yeah and practice that awareness so much 
that are observations so much that when an emotion does rise that I know isn't maybe of that better self that I could be, that higher self that I could be, but is of that ego, is of that, you know, jealous boyfriend or is of that person that wants your partner to be someone else or your business partner to treat you better or whatever it might be. If you can observe yourself in that moment, you get to shift it for sure to change it, you know, and that, yep. so for me anyway, it's going back to that daily process is just, it's like training at the gym. It's teaching myself to be more aware, to step into that, that those moments and know what the things are, you know, and, and create who I want to be. Yeah. You know, do the, I love myself practices and do these things so I can create a model of, of who I want to be in that. And that we're all moment. a product of our actions that led up to right now. So right. that just, that just throw that forward. Yeah. It's like, what are my actions coming up to for where I want to be? Yeah. You know, yeah. That all comes exactly. with self-reflection too. Yeah, man. So it's like anything you can do. So I think your point's great. Like you step out, like you got to step out of the day to day. You got to step out of yourself. You find it like that. I was talking about it in the video again the other day. I talked about a bunch of these concepts, but um, the Stealing Fire book by Jamie Wheel and Stephen Kotler. They talk about getting into flow states, you know, and for that, you know, and get and you can look that stuff up. But like, yeah, getting into those states. But you have when you get into it, it it draws from you it takes energy from you so you can only get into it for a period of time and there's a risk versus reward concept in there but then you have to replenish Mm. this cycle of getting yourself ready for it getting into it getting into flow you know and you can get there's different levels and types of flow from walking to jumping out of a plane and all those kind of things whatever it might be and then then you've got to come down from it Mm. you've got to come off that high and you've got to understand those cycles of the body and for sure yeah and, and you come to appreciate that flow state when you're out of it as well. Oh, you can't basically. constantly stay in it or else you'll end up flowing into a wall. Bro, I remember when I first learned about the concepts of flow and then I did Flow Fundamentals, of course, with the guys from that book. And like they give you all these hacks about how to, how to hack flow states. So I was turning on these like binaural beats and then I'm doing stretches and meditation and doing you know nootropics and all this kind of stuff as I'm playing around with these flow states. But I'll get so like jacked up like by 10 in the morning I'd have to switch everything off and like meditate for 20 minutes because I was just so wired up. That's sick. That I was just beyond. You're probably pumping the alpha brains too. All kinds. Of, uh, not, at the t- <laughs> uh, not at the time. No, there was. Like, I'll just take six pre, and see how I go. Pre on it, pre on it <laughs> evolution before before I was getting into all those kind of alpha brain supplements and stuff. But yeah, man, it's um, it's you know you're playing with. Yeah, it's it's the same. You're you're hacking and inducing the same chemicals that are coming from, you know. The pleasure, pleasure sensor, emotional chemicals in your brain, your dopamine, yeah. serotonin, your neuroepinephrine, all of this stuff. Say that word again. Neuroepinephrine. Which neuroepinephrine. Is, yeah, neuroepinephrine. I think. Neuroepinephrine. Epinephrine. It's I like uh, say it. Neuro. Neuroepinephrine. Neuroepinephrine. Now I could be completely wrong here. And it might not even be. A <laughs> I've word. never heard that word ever. So it's like, neuroepinephrine. Um, so that it's uh, a stress. Stress. Um, uh, so when you're under stress. It's one of the chemicals that's released, I think, when you're in, 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 in induced stress environments or distress environments, something like that. I'm not a scientist, man. I don't actually know. Do you like stress? I'm addicted to it. Yeah. I realized. Another thing I realized with, with um, my business and with the relationships, um, it was a hectic relationships at the time. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of uh, uh, um, um, stressful situations, if you want to call it that. You know, a lot of... Um, not anxiety as such, maybe self-inflicted, but regardless of that, yeah, that and my business, 
I love being on edge, man. I love it. I, I, I do my best work when I'm under stress. Soldier. Um, I love it. Yeah. Like that's and it's I like realize that fight or flight, right? Stress is only bad for you when you don't act on it. Yeah, but I, and this is that's a hundred percent right. And action is the key. It's the key. Yeah. Just step one step forward, man. Just start. But yeah, I'm addicted. I'm addicted. I realize I'm addicted to it. I'm addicted to the things cortisol. You know, that gets released in your body. Neuronephrine. Neuroepinephrine. Neuronephrine. Yeah, you look that up when you get home. You practice I'm it. Probably, I can't even say that I spell it. I yeah, but I, the wrong I thing. can't spell it. Neuronephrine was a pharaoh back in oh, Let's the... see. I don't know if you can do this on a podcast, but hey, Google, what is neuroepinephrine? Oh, she's not wanting to talk to you. She's thinking, she's like, that's not a word. On the website nps.org.au, they say... Two new adrenaline auto injector products are now available on the PBS for emergency okay, Google. treatment. This is not a sponsored video. Don't worry about that. Turn that off. Don't worry. <laughs> Stop. Hey, Google. What's neuroephrinephrine? That's not. My attempt was much better. Let's see how we go. She'll say it. Sorry, I didn't understand. There you go. That's it. I think that's the end. Neuronephrine. That's. I'm gonna look it up. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sure that's a word. Anyway, I'm sure it's something. But it's um, yeah, man. Stress. I'm addicted, massively addicted to stress. Let's <laughs> try. I'll try to be a smartass, and she's like, "Oh, neuronephrinephrine. That's yeah. No, it didn't work. Look, it may not be the pronunciation, but it definitely is something to do with stress hormones and the stress that's released. Well, she did start talking about stress. Products, it was right? there, right? Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. But neuro, then there's yeah, something there. Neurofin is good for cold and flus, and you're like, oh, okay. not really. I'm it's like, just like a painkiller. No, I don't even take that stuff. You don't take that stuff, do yeah. you? I used to be like that. I take that stuff down. I take that stuff when I'm hungover. The only time I really need it, I think, as such. Oh, did I lose camera there? Hold on. That's not a good time. Cut Nigel. Oh. Battery. Stop recording. Let's let's wrap it quickly. Because it's real dark in here. Our memory card is full. How many hours have we been going for? It's only like an hour and a half. Anyway. Let's see. I can't find my memory cards. Shit. Sorry, man. I thought that memory card was jacked. Oh, the sun's gone down as well. Yeah, it got real dark at the end. Oh, that means I can pee. Yeah, pee, bro. And then we'll go eat. After. Yeah. We'll, we'll finish it up and then yeah. whenever you're ready.
ghost. Uh, so, I don't know uh, what happened there. We lost video. We were talking for longer than my memory card decided. So, okay. uh, so we're back. But it's probably we're... lucky because um, I've got a bit of a head on me and uh, no one needs to see that. Yeah, so probably the last 10 minutes of this is going to be a black screen. Yeah, that's all right. I'm um, cool with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that as well. So this is just switched out to audio now. But um, happy days. Yeah. But well, this is going to go to audio anyway, right? So everyone's going to be like, what are they talking about? This whole thing's been audio. Well, yeah, it will be audio as well. So that's right. If you're listening to it on audio, then it's exactly the same. And you guys are like... The experience is copacetic. 100%. But bro, let's go eat some food. I'm keen on food. You know what I, I really want to eat right now? Go. Oh, but I shouldn't. So you need to stop me. No, I'll stop myself because I'm a self-aware individual yeah. that's what we spoke about that's what we spoke right. about today I just wanted to get one of those chili dogs downstairs I felt like we could have knocked out another like half an hour or an hour of For that sure. conversation oh well, I'll just come so back and come do back. another one but, but to finish off where where do people find you bro um, so you can grab me on I, I, I don't dwell too much on Facebook um, so I'm uh, Instagram is at the T-H-E full stop the letter C and the word wolf so most of my creative work is on there. Not much of my corporate and business stuff, but you can kind of see how I see things from there. Um, you'll see a lot of photos from Brunswick and a lot of cool film stuff and a bit of celebrity stuff in there. And cool, cool. Yeah, so that you can find me there. Um, and that's probably the best spot. I have a website as well, uh, which is uh, com. That's about it. Pretty Thanks, chill. Yep. Um, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for having me. It's funny that you're a you're a film photographer guy. Yet, yeah, you can see I'm I'm just hacking it all together, and that's I right. didn't check my memory card, so we lost a little bit of uh, visuals at that's the end right. there. But that's what grassroots is about, man. It's a process. That's all good, man. Yeah. I'm happy days. It was meant to be. Meant I reckon be. we would have been here for six hours, and people would have been like, six hours is too long. Yeah, we need. I needed a, like a light that goes on when the camera dies or something. Yeah, I'm in that for next time. But whatever, man. Life's a process. We got this. It is what it is. We're gonna get a feed now. Hey, man. Much love. Let's go. Yeah, Butcher's Diner. Butcher's Diner. Yeah, let's go eat some food I'm down starving. there. Starving. Hey, yeah. sponsor us, Butcher's Diner. Free food done. Yeah, yeah. Throw out. And Shout out, San, San Pellegrino. Yeah, done. Yeah. San pa- Pellegrino. Done. M- much love, bro. Thank you so much. Thank you, brother. No one's seeing our fist bump. We just fist bump. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We're fist bumping. Yeah. That's no what's going on here. <laughs>